Broadcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania, you're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Hey, Dave. What's going on, Jojo? Oh, you know, just sitting in uh, sitting in the old basement again. Are you sitting in the uh, the studio? I am. Yeah, you know, you haven't you haven't moved it outside into the yard. No, God, no, it's too cold. <laughs> uh, you know, I kind of want to talk about what we were, we joked around about doing the beginning of this show. Yeah, uh, as an April Fool's joke, we were going to switch places. We were <laughs> it just we it, were. It didn't happen, but it was really good. No. It was going to be so funny. Like in my mind, but I just, I got so busy. I didn't have time to really like sit down and think about it. I was going to try and be you and you were going to try and be me. I, and I, I didn't get, what I wanted to do is I, and I didn't get a chance to do this is I just wanted to go back and like listen into the first five minutes or so of, of, of like every show just to kind of get like a feeling of the, of like the rhythm and the way that you say your words and everything. And I was going to like create like this whole persona of you. Oh, you were going to. Is oh he, yeah, you were gonna try and like like imitate me. Oh yeah, like I was just gonna like <laughs> triple down on it, right? Like I was just gonna have it down. But unfortunately, time uh, time was not on my side, uh, and I didn't get a chance to do that. But I may keep that in my back pocket for for next year. Next year? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. for next April Fool's? Yeah, we won't try and do it any other time. Uh, no, no. <laughs> it would have been so good. It would have been so good that I'm pretty sure 20 or 30 minutes would have gone by and people people would have would have thought I was you. It would have been really funny too for like a first time listener. They've been yeah. so confused. <laughs> like wait a minute, like I just I thought in that other episode I'm that's like right now I'm really confused. Yeah, like which one is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I will be very interested to see if you can come up with like you know cuz people do have they have like their own cadence in in the way they talk and everything. Right. Uh, but I don't think I don't think you realize it as a like as the person speaking no so right now right now everybody's listening to like like oh, i'm picking up on all kinds of shit he's doing so <laughs> right and then, and then and now right and now like when i listen to you talk and i talk now that i've been thinking about it i i now i'm picking up on more things right because we do have you know we do have relatively different speaking mannerisms or or you know whatever you want to call it uh so i've really got to work if i want to get down my if i want to you know if i want to get down my Dave. Yeah. Dial in, uh, dial in the Debo. Dial it in. Dial in the Debo. Yep. I like that. <laughs> oh, I like funny. that. Um, yeah. So actually, uh, Joe, we, uh, we have a few things to talk about this. We do have some weird we news do. coming up. We do. Uh, yep. We're also going to talk briefly about the, uh, the, the slap heard around the world. Yes. I know we're like a week late to this story, but that's just the way the timing worked out. And it was, it was like a DEF CON 4 slap. It was. It was a good slap. It uh, was. It was. But we'll, it was We'll give our take on it. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, so we, we have some other interesting news bits. Not exactly like weird news, but it th I think things that we just want to um, add some flavor to. So ah, to yes, the notable news. The notable news, yes. Yes, but we'll put a uh, uh, a, a final note to one of our uh, things we've been talking about a few times. Yes, yes. So before we get into, oh, do we mention uh, Joe that we have a new sponsor? We do have a new sponsor. Really excited about this one. Super this one. exciting. Yeah. yeah. There, there, may be, there may be a little format change coming to the show. Yep. Don't be yep. afraid. I, th 
I think um, something to do with food. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Well, uh, actually, speaking of that, we probably have to because we're being because we're repay, we're being paid large sums of money for these sponsorship uh, portions. We probably should should start with that. You want to get right into the right into the commercial? Yeah, we should. We really should because I mean, I just cashed. I just cashed the check, and if if we don't get the commercial out there soon or at the front of the show, I think they're going to want some of it back. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into it, Joe. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, Dave. Do you hate paying for those expensive meal delivery services? I do, Joe. We tried a few. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is our first read. We tried a few of the other popular ones like Blue Apron and Home Chef. Uh, tell me about it, Dave. I got so tired of paying high prices for meal delivery services. I have good news, though. There's a meal delivery service that really undercuts the competition. Really? I thought I tried that. I tried that. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're going to fire us, Joe. I thought I tried them <laughs> no. all. I can't find one that's less expensive than all the others. Well, I bet you haven't tried Mostly Fresh. Mostly Fresh? I haven't heard of that. It's the best new meal delivery service out there. Most of the other services specialize in getting the freshest meats and fruits and vegetables, but Mostly Fresh has a new innovative way to keep the cost down. Oh yeah, how's that, Joe? It's simple, it's right in their name. Wait a minute, you're telling me that their food isn't completely fresh? It's just mostly fresh? <laughs> That's right, Dave. <laughs> They find those special ingredients that just aren't as fresh as they used to be. To keep costs down, everything is packed outside the U.S. so they don't have to bother with overhead like the FDA and quality control. And they don't put in those pesky ice packs that you end up throwing away anyway. Well, doesn't the food go bad? They get that question all the time. Keep in mind, though, that you're saving money. And it's mostly fresh. Get your first shipment free at MostlyFresh.com. Typically arrives in two to three months. That sounds great, Joe. I'm going to put my order in today. <laughs> God. Oh, we're so, we're going to get fired. <laughs> uh, you know, we, haven't done, we haven't done a good commercial in a long time. Yeah, I know. Actually, uh, I, I, think that, I, think, I think they're onto something, though. Mostly fresh. They could be. Right? They really could be. Like they don't guarantee anything. It just kind of shows up, and if you can still eat it, you know, it's like right. okay, this steak <laughs> looks mostly fresh. Like the the pesky, <laughs> like the pesky things, like the FDA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so much, so much, so much to put up with them. You know. Yeah. Forget those pesky ice packs. Oh, that's yep. funny. Those things are. <laughs> Did you ever get, the, did you ever actually get uh, like a legit home meal delivery? We do. We actually, we do get a legitimate one. And oh, which yeah, one do you guys go with? We, believe it or not, we're actually with, I think, Hello, uh, Hello home Fresh. Chef. I think we're, oh, no, home I chef. think we're with Home, home Chef. I think yeah. Home chef. We do the because Hello Fresh every once in a while. We get those, we get those pesky ice bags. <laughs> Dude, they're big, man. They are, but they are, they do actually. They are like it's kind of neat because they're all organic ice mm -hmm. packs, so you don't have to feel bad about throwing them away. I guess. Yeah, I've kept therapy. a couple of them in the freezer, like just to, you know, because it's a big, giant, nice ice pack. Oh yeah, I, I, they're great. Uh, actually, in the summertime, we always keep a handful too. And this is actually turning into a legitimate subject. Right. Legitimate <laughs> subject. 
Right. We actually do keep a handful every summer because we end up throwing them in the cooler. Yeah. Or or whatever whatever we're packing for the beach or something like that because they they still work. It's not like one time use, you know. Yeah, they they are nice if you've ever if you ever uh, or I'm sorry if you haven't ever uh, had the meal delivery service. They are pretty convenient. Yeah, they're I was they're portioned as far properly as far as like you know actual portions. Yeah. So you know if you're used to having like you know, seconds and per, you know, possibly thirds, you know, there, there's not really any extra. Like once you have like your plate of food, that's it. They, right. That's uh, if you get like the two person, like we typically order just the two person meal. Cause I think they offer it in like two versus four. Yeah. Um, and we get the two person meal and that's pretty much all that's in there. Like you're not throwing away or cooking a bunch of extra food. Um, they portion it up. You're right. Like pretty much just for exactly two people to eat, no more, no less. Which I guess if you're looking for more, could be kind of a bummer. But also, it's you know it's less expensive when you only get the two person meal. So, yeah. or if know. you're looking for, if you are looking for some sort of portion control in your in your diet, that's very uh, true. There you go, because you ain't getting any more. Like, nope. <laughs> just, you're gonna but, have to go to the store. Yeah. for the rest of it, you'd be raiding your cabinet and cupboards later for something else. Yeah. But they're, they're decent. I mean, I, I think I used – when I first saw meal delivery services years ago, I kind of, like, joked about it. Like, you did the whole, like, why don't you just go to the grocery store, right? But we ended up getting sucked into, into it too. And you know what? Yeah. It's actually it's actually not a bad thing. It's it's actually pretty convenient. No, and some of their meals are good too. Yeah. You know, they it offers up a lot of, like, variety in, in the way you cook and what you cook than you normally would. Cause I think, I think most people kind of fall into like their, like their wheelhouse of like 10 meals that they always cook. Yep. Yeah. I was like, what are we having tonight? It's like, do we just have that? Like, yeah, it was like last week though. You know, so well, no, you bring up a really good point though, because, and that's one of the things that we always say here is that like, we generally would never have thought to make this right. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, it delivers you something that you are not going to go to the store and put those pieces together. Unless you were like, unless you're like really into that aspect of cooking where you're constantly trying to make something different, mm-hmm. you know, we, and what, I mean, look, I don't cook. I, I do not cook. I fully admit that I can't do anything in the kitchen worth a damn. Yeah. But, uh, I would, but my cook. wife is really good at it. I will cook if I'm cooking something that I'm familiar with that I've cooked before. And, uh, you know, I make a good meatloaf, you know, I'll do like chicken and stuff okay. like that. And, okay. But, uh, when it came to those, like the, to the hello fresh stuff, which by the way, they're actually not sponsoring the show. Right. Um, we're just talking. I would usually let Carrie cook all of that stuff because I'm like, it's just yeah. too complicated for me. Like, I don't, I don't want to, there's so many instructions. There are, there are instructions of that stuff, especially if you do something like totally fresh. Here we go. Like totally fresh. Like everything is like mostly the, fresh. Like, <laughs> mostly everything is like mostly fresh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, again, it, it's it's pretty cool. Um, we don't we kind of go on and off of it, like you know, you kind of get uh, honestly, we got kind of tired of of the process, right? Like God, like I just want a meal that I can like throw together real quick and not be so complicated. Some of them were definitely easier, but you know, we don't keep talking about that shit. Yeah, well, hey, you know what? It's an option, right? Always good to have options. Yeah. So uh, one thing Joe I want to bring up is we we did two things recently. Okay. Uh, one 
have you ever heard well i guess not this specifically but it, we we uh we just went to a raffle uh recently this one is called the turkey bowl what were they raffling off uh all kinds of stuff everything all kinds of stuff okay so this particular one is uh it's for the local high school sports program and okay. it's a big like fundraiser that they do and it dude is really popular and they they draw lots of people in there you know you buy your ticket and there's like free beer and hot dogs and stuff mm-hmm. while you're there and people will bring in uh like big plates of food and stuff and like their own shit to share around their table but so you come in and everybody's sitting around and they you know you got these ticket runners and that's what we were doing because okay. usually the parents of the person or the, the child that's in the sports in, in the high school right they they're, volunteer they're helping they're helping drive the thing right yeah so there's tons of volunteers we're all wearing like orange shirts and you run around you sell tickets up and down your row constantly and it's actually a lot of fun it's really fun to attend and it's it's fun to work it too but yeah if you've never been to one man they're they're pretty uh pretty entertaining so we're actually thinking about going next year uh since grace won't be in sports anymore but just attending it we're just going to attend just, it, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's basically turned into a <laughs> almost like a uh, how do I say this um, grown up uh, grown up social event, right? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So when it comes time, well, I'll maybe I'll I'll send you a text and see if you guys may want to come we'll down go, for it. We'll go to the. You said it's called the Turkey Bowl, huh? The Turkey Bowl. All right. I am not bowl. It is sure why or how that originated. Yeah, I was gonna say that didn't really have. None of that really matched up with the with the term turkey bowl. No. I expected some turkey in there somewhere. There I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. But uh yeah, there's no turkeys that I saw. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. So next year we'll have to uh you know, maybe we'll make an announcement next year as we're getting closer if anybody else wants to uh you know, go down. And have some beer beers and hot dogs, right? Yeah. And and anything else that comes along with it. Yeah, maybe we'll host it. <laughs> Just go <laughs> yeah, not yeah, want to do that. You got enough land, you're good. Uh, no, I meant like you and I will be like the MCs up there. Like, hey, oh, welcome, wow. welcome to the Turkey yeah. Bowl with Jack's oh, podcast. Geez. Oh, jeez. They're oh, like, boo. Wow. Yeah, they'll be really reaching. <laughs> right. They'll really be reaching. But like, Actually, get out of here. The, What's that? Well, maybe by that point, maybe by that point, Dave, we will be. Uh, maybe we'll be like the top of the ticket, right? Oh yeah. You know, a, a year from now, mm-hmm. things could be different, especially if this mostly fresh sponsorship comes through. That's right. Uh, that's right dave <laughs> that's right joe uh <laughs> god that's funny uh so the other thing that we did uh yesterday was actually thursday evening we drove down to pittsburgh got a hotel and went and did the uh the campus tour of the university of pittsburgh with grace how did how did the whole thing go it was did good you guys did you guys enjoy the campus yeah we it was really cold out yesterday, so we didn't do like yeah. tons of like walking around the whole entire campus. Uh, but it was like it was sort of geared towards you know sort of like welcoming the students. Yeah. You know, and uh, some some students were you know just there like doing their tour to kind of see if they're going to go there. Uh, but Grace is going into the nursing program, so they they took all the all the kids who were going to nursing and other you know engineering stuff like that. And they took them their separate ways and oh okay yeah, so okay we, yeah we had some like uh we had some time with the the instructors and the you know the teachers some of the students and staff and stuff like that it's kind of cool it was fun 
So how did how did they do it then? Like you just kind of arrived at a certain location, and then did you guys you guys stay with did you stay with your daughter the whole time, and then go yeah. to like various stations and and different events or so that they were doing, or was it more like like she went and then you guys did something different? No, no, we we went right with her. Okay. Yeah, so it was cool though. It was fun. Uh, it, it, if you're you've been to did, wait, did you say Erica went to Pitt? Yeah. So my 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 wife is a Pitt graduate. Yeah. Um, I have been down to Pitt campus um, a few times now, uh, especially earlier in our relationship when we'd go down because there's a the, the campus in and of itself, especially that section of Pittsburgh, is a really interesting place to be because the campus has other things to do besides just you know classes, right? I mean, there's the Cathedral of Learning in and of itself is kind of like a tourist attraction, right? It's a uh, without getting too far into it, it's a it's the big tall cathedral looking thing in the middle of, uh, of Pitt campus. That yeah. It's has, like right across from like Heinz chapel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, it was kind of like, it was Pitt's kind of like original ideal of how to like educate people. They had different rooms and departments and everything like that, but it's a massive it's really stone tall. structure. Yeah. It's a vertical stone, tall structure that had like has all these classrooms in it, some of which they still use and some they turned into like basically call them museum rooms. Yeah. Basically like they don't, did you guys, did you guys go over to the cathedral of learning at all? Uh, we were going to, but it wasn't open to the public. So we okay. felt like we probably shouldn't go in. Oh, you're right. Like maybe, maybe we shouldn't go in today. Yeah. It was funny too. Cause I was actually in that building before we were, we were walking around uh, when we first got there, like that mm-hmm. e- the first evening Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this looks really familiar. Like, I, I knew I'd been down there before. Okay. Uh, even just, like, driving by there through there. But I'm like, this looks like, I'm like, I'm pretty certain I've been right there before. I'm like, why? And I'm like, oh. And I realized, I'm like, I've done a photo shoot down here. So. Oh, you know what? I was thinking you were going to say that because it, it would make a great place for photos. Yeah, I did engagement pictures for a couple there. They had both gone. I think they both went to school there. And they wanted to go back and get some photos taken okay. there. And we actually went into uh, Kathy's, what they call the Cathedral Learning Center. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's the nickname for it down there. Cat, Kathy. Cat Cathedral of Learning Center. Okay. I'll just go with the with the acronym there. That's, I don't think it's an acronym. I think they just call it Kathy. But oh, anyway. I thought they were trying to make like an acronym out of like the letters. And no. Stuff. Okay, never mind. Uh, but anyway, it's really cool in there, man. Like you said, it's very, uh, I don't know. It's. Like, I don't even know what word I'm looking for. It's gothic. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't. Want, I don't know if that was the right word to use. No, it's it is. It's it's what you. It's it's almost like medieval, like gothic yeah. slash medieval. It's not what you would expect for learning classrooms. Because when I was down there, when Air, when my wife took me down there mm-hmm. uh, to to see the place, uh, I was very confused at first when I first went in there. I was like, so this building has classes in it too this looks like a castle it does and she's like yeah yeah like there are still classes that run in this building not all of them and they don't use many of the floors they don't use anymore they either use them for offices or or museum exhibits uh but they still have classes in there and it's quite the different place to have a class in yeah i would love to see like beyond the first floor was, I, did they do you know did they close it is it temporarily not open to the public because of like covid or whatever it's just a sign say? on a sign on the door says something like you know for staff and students only like no no public access that must i you know what i bet that's it i bet they're waiting a little bit longer but yeah if you guys do get a chance to see it or anybody that's listening to the podcast 
Uh, if you're down in Pittsburgh and it's open to the public, Cathedral Learning is definitely a cool site to see. Yeah, I'm excited for her to go there. It's pretty pretty cool. The yes. little downtown area, like the little strip there, is uh, it's pretty cool, man. There's a lot of shops and restaurants and stuff down there. The the collegiate section of the downtown is is very is is really nice and there's plenty there's plenty to do both for you know parents and you know and their kids it's it's really nice yeah most campuses don't have that it's like you know you have to go to town or whatever to you know do right, that this is like right. just all like part of it that's how mine was like when I when I was uh, in in my college years that we didn't go right you you had to leave campus to get anywhere yeah right. But that's what's really nice about being at, at Pitt is that you have all of that right there downtown. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. It was a fun trip. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I want to move on, Joe. Uh, but, but, oh, uh, yes. The the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap heard around the world. <laughs> you know, what's so funny about this event was that I it kind of took me like a like a half day or a day or so to even like run into it. Somehow I, I missed it. Yeah. Carrie showed me too. She's like, did you see this? I'm like, no. Yeah. And I was like, what? I'm like, at first I didn't get, at first I thought it was like, a, like a joke or something. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, I apparently he really did just kind of stand up and slap Chris rock. Yeah. I know everybody's talking about this. I know. So, you know, I think everybody's probably heard all the opinions and, you know, yeah. thoughts that they probably want to hear, but they haven't heard ours yet. <laughs> right. I mean, and ours is, ours is really important. Yeah. So how did you kind of take it? I think once you've had time to like, it took me like a few days to really kind of digest it and, and, you know, sort of get my like opinion on the whole thing. Well, you know, I think, I think not only mine, but I think a lot of people, I, I've, when I first saw it, I like didn't even have an opinion because I was so confused as to what was going on yeah. that it took a little while for it to, and I'm actually kind of glad I didn't have an, like a quote unquote opinion on it at first. Cause I was just, I didn't even know what was going on. Uh, but I don't know. I've come away from it. And I think maybe even Will Smith himself has, but I've kind of come away from it. Like, I don't know if that was the best thing to do at the moment. No, you know, he definitely I, had a reaction that he obviously regretted because he either he apologized for the right reasons or, you know, maybe he just did it to kind of smooth things over. But, uh, yeah, it's it's if, funny. Like it's funny and like a holy crap, he did that kind of way. Yeah, that's like but your also, initial reactions. Like holy shit, like that can't believe yeah. that happened. <laughs> he just slapped the shit out of him, right? But but also too, like it's I I don't know. I kind of feel like in a professional setting like that, like there are other ways that that could have been handled oh for sure yeah and especially too that it was filmed like so you have like now you have this at your disposal that you can it's not just like we heard about it like oh will smith slapped chris rock and like oh yeah no shit yeah. why he said this joke like oh but then you can watch the video over and over and over again and you can start to see things that like like I, one thing that everybody's pointing out is the fact that when he when he said that joke about yeah. his wife will smith was laughing about it did you see that I did, and that's what always like kind of stood out to me. Is I didn't know if some, but like just the way the cameras were looking, or or the way that the the, the, the video was cut, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but it looks like it looks like literally seconds before he gets up to do it, he's laughing about it. So that looks always looks weird to me. It and could then, be a suspicious cut, uh, yeah. but 
but you can see like you, you could see Jada in the background where she kind of like rolled her eyes. And she was and again, if you know, you have to be familiar with this or where the hell have you been? But <laughs> right. Uh, she's suffering from alopecia and she's, she's losing her hair. Yeah. So she shaved her head and Chris Rock made a joke about it. And my wife brought up a good point that, that all these jokes have to be approved by the Academy before he ever says them. These are pre oh, okay. pre approved jokes. So they even said, okay, this is fine. Uh, but you know, so Will Smith's laughing, you know, at the joke looks yeah. over, probably sees his gets, wife. It's the look gets to look but but you know for him it's like so he's been at home dealing not i want to say dealing but no, right right he's been he's been there with her uh you know through this emotional process right of her losing her hair and you know maybe just it you know at first take will thought it was funny looked over and thought oh shit like she is not cool with that joke and he well he, he was the, probably trying to do the thing where it's we're just trying to roll through this, right? Right, like, like laugh it me. off. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he looks over, and she's like, Mm-mm. "Yeah." And he just he saw that she was, uh, you know, visibly upset, and went up and slapped him across the face. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I, I will say, like, I'm glad that he didn't go up there and just punch the guy in the middle of like a punch would have been way the, worse. Yeah, it would have been way worse, right? In the middle of a show like that, it, it was. Kind of, you can kind of see the wheels turning in Will Smith's head, like he's trying to figure out, like what is the, what is the least destructive point that I can make here, physically. And he went, yeah, physically. Yeah. He's like, I kind of, and he kind of, and he goes with the slap. You it was know? a good slap too, man. Like, I feel bad because that had to hurt. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, even, and I will say, to Chris Rock's credit, because I'm not really going to take anyone's side on whether like. You know, I I don't want to get into the whole like stand up and and stand up still funny. And there's a lot of there's been a lot of hot takes on that. Right. But I don't want to get into that. But like I will give Chris Rock credit for basically just like taking the slap and then carrying on with the show like. You know, like it was almost part of it, which I don't believe it was like there's a lot. No, there's still a kind of I think an angle to this that everyone's like, it looks planned. It wasn't planned. I don't. I don't think that looks planned or was planned at all. But yeah, sure. Will Will Smith is like, sure, I'll go along with this. Yeah. Like it's gonna make me look like an ass. Uh, Yes. No, definitely not planned. So Chris Rock just kind of carries on. He does just carry on, and I guess he turned down the opportunity to like you know file charges. Yeah. uh, For you know for assault. But yeah, you know, I mean, there's you could spin the wheel and and pick you know probably a hundred different ways Will could have handled this you know, by going up there, uh, you know, but yeah, I guess like I've heard people argue too, like, Oh, if it was, you know, if it was like Wanda Sykes, you know, who said the joke, would he have gone up there and bitch slap her? Yeah. There's like so many different angles to take this at now. Right. Cause it would that have been the right thing to do? Clearly, clearly, definitely not. not right. Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It'd have been way, way worse, but so okay, but you you said something about like the comedy side of it, yeah. And you know, comedy in a whole is it's at its core, you're going to probably inevitably offend somebody with comedy, yeah. no matter what the subject is, because it's you're just you're poking fun at all kinds of things, and 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 it's very hard to 
so much of comedy is rooted in laughing at the expense of somebody else or a group of people. Right. right. Whether you're right. Exactly. Whether it's a group or somebody or a situation. And, and it's not even like you have to agree with it. You can be like, no, I, you, I, you can, I, you can find certain comedy, not funny, but I guess to disagree with it at that level, probably well, here's, I think, problematic. Here's the difference. You can, you can make a, you know, a, sort of a, a broad statement about like a particular, you know, situation or, yeah. you know, something and somebody might personally find it, you know, if you're talking about like obesity or something like that and you're making fun right, of right, right. somebody who is obese, they can, they will definitely feel personally offended by it. Uh, but it's not a direct like statement. Like he said at Jada, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I think that was the big difference. Is that he he made a direct? It know, was very it was very direct. Like it was a it it was pointed. It was clearly pointed at her. Yeah, I think that's where that's where it was because she was like she was uh, you know singled out. She was yeah. the butt of the joke, and you know that's just that's where it went south. But anyway, the reason we brought this up uh, was one because we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but two, there is a uh, there's a new. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, update an update. I'm sorry, to the uh, to this whole entire thing. Yeah. And Will Smith has, as of now, I just saw. I think it was yesterday's news. Maybe he is uh, stepping down from the academy, which is so like interesting because I know when this first came out, like ev- there was a lot of like I could totally see why he did that, and then I think the wheel has turned a little bit uh, over the last whatever week or so or few days. I, I don't even know how many days it's been. Uh, where it's like I think, so it, it says that he's he has left, like he's not going to attend or be part of the academy anymore because of what he did. No, like he like basically handed in his membership. He's done. Like Interesting. He's, he is not in the academy anymore. Was, well, I and, from what I saw. Yeah, it looks like, and it looks like too. Like the, I'm sure the academy went to sort of been like, look, we get it, but you have to do something. Like you have to either like not show up anymore, you have to leave the academy, or something. You have to exit membership. Something because I, I guess, you know, strictly speaking, like in terms of like rules and stuff, I, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. No, no. And, you know, there, there had, there obviously had to be some sort of, he wasn't, he wasn't kicked out of the academy. Right. He voluntarily quit. Maybe there was a conversation behind the scenes. You're right. That's what like, I'm thinking. Like, all right, we're going to give you the option. We're either going to kick you out yeah. or you can, or you can just say, I'm done. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right. Which again, now I don't know what that means. Like it, just because you're not part of the academy anymore, I'm not sure what that actually means. That doesn't mean he's not going to act or anything. Right, he's just it's not just, what in the the VIP group not, or something. He's just know. not in the club anymore. Yeah, he's just he's probably not a voting member of the club anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, I guess. Uh, but whatevs. Yep. Well, speaking of like closing this, you know, kind of like closing the circle on a story um i had posted on the facebook page the other Mm. day a confirmation of uh of the rumor that because you know the last probably two or three weeks we've brought up bruce willis a couple times and that he was acting uh in an almost an obscene number of movies the last couple of years and it looks like it's been confirmed that the reason 
who's chasing a paycheck basically is because he has, and I, I apologize, I forget the professional name of it, uh, but he is, um, he has some health issues. Yes, that's I'll all I saw too, way. just his underlying health issues or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he has some underlying health issues uh, and it appears like he was kind of like doing a, call it like a two or three year sort of like, I'm going to act in just about anything I can, produce a paycheck for myself and my family. Um, again, the movies aren't quote unquote good, but it, it kind of makes a little bit more sense now, like why he was basically like just, in everything. I know. <laughs> you know what? I kind of feel bad too. Cause I was, I was kind of poking fun at how bad his acting was getting, but you know, I didn't, you know, see there, I didn't mean to. Well, but him. Here's the thing though. I mean, I think you can still look at what was produced and, and, and at least find it almost comedic in a way in terms of uh, the, the writing uh, the the way that the way that they were structured and shot because like some of these movies even the way that they're structured and shot is terrible and yeah that, it's all and bad it, and it may have nothing to do with Bruce Willis right like he's 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 acting the lines that he he's been given but you can still poke fun at some of these corny names <laughs> and the way that they're shot and like you know I. I think there's definitely a way to understand what Bruce Willis is going through at the same time being like, these are still pretty freaking cheesy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I guess for me, what I want to take away from all this is, uh, I feel like I feel bad because he's no longer going to be acting anymore. Yeah. So I almost want to go back and have like a Bruce Willis marathon of movies just to really appreciate like what a great actor he is. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, I mean, there's so we've named him before in the other shows, but you know, that like Armageddon sixth sense, uh, you know, the all, fifth element, the fifth element. Oh my God. Like, I love that movie. Of course the, the clat, you know, the diehard movies. Yep. Yeah. There's so many good movies. You start going back through, through his catalog of movies from like the, the eighties into like the early two thousands. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many that you, you probably even forgot about that you haven't seen in like a long time that, you know, go back and watch some, pay the man some respect. <laughs> well, they're right. There can be, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any debate that when Bruce Willis is remembered as an actor, nobody is going to care or remember the, the call it, whatever you want to call it, that the movies at the end of his career, Right. Nobody's going to care about that. People are going to remember Bruce Willis, the actor, for the movies that he was the best in. And and I think that's, you could probably say that about a lot of people, but especially for him, I don't think anyone's going to care about the last two years anyway, right? No. I think people are going to remember the amazing performances that he had in in the movies that he's most known for. Yeah. What a what a fantastic actor. Yeah. yeah no, we, I agree. Think we can get him on the show? <laughs> probably you know <laughs> probably. probably probably i mean we're we're pretty big now that's true yeah we do have a sponsor uh, yeah mostly mostly a sponsor right <laughs> um so joe i have uh do we have anything else oh you know what i'm sorry there is one more uh notable news story that you actually you posted about this recently uh one of our one of our yes. uh, uh, uh favorite bands growing up yeah, this is this is really un this is just really unfortunate and um certainly something I didn't see coming in not in the least bit because 
he was I don't know if he's the youngest member of the band, but the band fifty uh, something I think. But Taylor Hawkins, uh, the drummer for the Foo Fighters, uh, passed away while they were on tour. Um, I apologize. I think it was it might have been South America. Uh, I forget where it happened, but um, yeah, it wasn't yeah, a it, drug overdose. I think, or did they did they actually confirm that? So yet? here's what I, nothing has been official. Okay, yet. nothing is nothing nothing has been official yet. Right, the so only that. thing, <laughs> the only thing that has come out though has been that the no, cause of death has not been ruled, as far as I know. Uh, but the the, what do you call it? The the autopsy has revealed there was all kind like he had all kinds of I'll call it uh, unnatural substances, you know. Right. So yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, speculating. You know, people were probably guessing it was probably you know just a bad concoction of drugs that you know I guess possibly killed yeah, him. Possibly. Now they haven't. Yes, the, the preliminary the preliminary report by Columbia's uh, by Columbia's forensics says that they're, they're, the cause of death is not disclosed they found the urine toxicology test found 10 substances in there and they just they just there's a bunch of buzzwords here right not buzzwords there's a bunch of um i'll say words with lots and lots of consonants and vowels in them uh in here uh so what what actually did it mm-hmm. I, I i don't think we know yet but I, I will say it's really unfortunate because uh foo fighters is one of my favorite bands um and this is twice now where like two bands that i really enjoy something has happened with their drummer the first band uh smashing pumpkins right when i had tickets to go see the smashing pumpkins back in 1996 a show uh that was my first concert that i would have ever been to um their drummer he didn't pass away but he was with somebody that that passed away because of a because of a a drug overdose mm. at the time. I still got to go to the show because the Smashing Pumpkins replaced their drummer um, with somebody else, at least for the next few years. So I still got to go to that show. Uh, but my wife and I were going to see the Foo Fighters in May, uh, and they did they did send out an official announcement that the rest of the tour is canceled. I bet. So yeah. we're not. Yeah, we're not going to get to see them in May. Which, trust me, I get it. I'm not like, you know, I'm not like, oh, they should still do the tour. Not in the least bit. Like I get it. No, it's just disappointing because we're just not going to get to go see Taylor Hawkins and, and 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 Dave Grohl and the rest of the rest of the Foo Fighters. That's 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 the bummer, you know, about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. I mean, there's been so many, you know, so many, uh, you know, musicians over the years that have, you know, passed away from drug overdose. It's such a shame that it's like something that runs rampant in the. Uh, and the mu- it seems like it's primarily the music industry. I mean, obviously it's, it happens it, to actors too, but well, there's something about the creative, the creative arts, right? There's something about the creative arts that seems to draw in certain personalities and certain, um, certain aspects of people's lives that, that unfortunately this is, this is not the last, this is not the first nor the last of these types of occurrences that we'll probably see, um, as you know, as, as time goes on. Yeah, yeah, that's that is definitely uh, that is sad news, Joe. We need to have a sad news segment. If we, if if we had a sad news segment, this would have been the first story for the sad news segment. <laughs> yeah. Um, so actually, Joe, speaking of uh, speaking of news, ooh, I know, are, I know. Are you ready? We're never gonna do news again. <laughs> nope. Oh, oh. <laughs> From all across the world. There are stories to be told. 
The strange, the bizarre, funny, freaky, the abnormal, and extraordinary. Grab your beer or pour some booze. It's time for the weird news. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. I love it. I think that it's so time much. for the weird news. <laughs> yes, it is. Apparently. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll bring we'll bring it we'll show back up a little bit from after that, uh, That's that right. bummer of a story. How many how many do you have? I have this week? one for sure, possibly. I have two, I have two. Okay. I have I have one. I have one. It's all I could find is one. It's just uh this is a very weird one and it's a very interesting one, but I have one. Okay. Well since you have one and I have two, I'll put you in the middle. Okay. All right, so uh, my first story, Joe, is uh, titled Bride Doesn't Include... All right, first of all, I apologize that it has something to do with the wedding because it seems like <laughs> it seems like it comes up a lot for me. Uh, it does, it does. So a bride doesn't include wedding dinner price in her wedding invites. <clears throat> is surprised to see many guests canceling, uh, canceling on her after they find out. So... What has happened is she sent out like the RSVPs for the uh, okay. you know, for the wedding, okay. And people are people are RSVPing back like yes, you know we'll be there with our you know plus one or whatever. And then she follows it up after she gets this back with either a voicemail or you know a text message or an email. So she's contacting all the guests that want to come to the wedding, okay. And she says. You know, thank you for coming. Uh, please send a check for uh, seventy-five dollars for your for your dinner. And if you have a plus one, uh, send us a check for one hundred fifty dollars for your dinner. Wait, so she she got back the RSVPs for dinner, and then she sent out requests to pay for dinner. Yes. <laughs> Could you? Uh, well, how would that's, you? That's so. That is so weird. People are canceling on her left and right. They they're like, oh, like this is some of the texts are like, this is very misleading that you invite us to your wedding and then, and then hit us with, Oh, by the way, you're going to pay $75 I per mean, plate. It's, it's, it's weird in and of itself, but it's, it's made even weirder by the fact that like, she didn't like, I could almost see, like, I still wouldn't, I don't think I'd agree with it, but I could almost see doing this if they had put that clearly in the invitation. Right. Right. Now, if they were very upfront about it and they were like, Oh, Hey, okay. So, um, you know, we're at you know to keep you know to keep the costs Cost down, down. Uh, we are asking that everybody you know pay seventy five dollars per plate uh like in lieu of a wedding gift like don't bring us anything just pay for your dinner you know something like that and I think more people might have been accepting of that possible scenario uh but just a kind of blindside I'm like how would you handle it if you got that would you be like whatever or like, so no like fuck no. So it wasn't even there wasn't even like an official discourse. Like she just got a hold of people after getting their invitations back and was like whether by phone or by text and yeah. was just like hey can you send me $75 or 150. You almost yeah, and you almost wonder too if like like she she sent out all the invitations and then all of a sudden she she heard from like the the caterer or whatever that this is how much it's going to be per plate per guest and let's say she was having like 100 even 100 people. Yeah. That's still seventy five hundred dollars they're gonna have to shell out for dinner, and they're like, "Oh my god, like that's a lot of money to pay for dinner." And they're like, "Why don't we just have them fucking pay for it?" That's so. You know what? That almost, that almost sounds like that's what would have happened. Like, oh, if you're trying to think about this logically, that that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, 
Then she called the caterer, and the caterer is like, okay, that's, you know, $7,500, $8,000. And she, she or her and her party were just like, what? Yeah. Or if you, I mean, imagine, imagine a two, a 200 guest count. Yeah. You're talking $15,000. Dude, that's expensive for dinner. Uh, you know, but I've had, you know, I've talked to people before about this too. Yeah. They're like, Oh my gosh, like $75 for a plate of food. It, it's a lot. Most places aren't quite that high. Sometimes it's like 35, no. 45, you know, somewhere in there, which is still expensive. But I think what they, what they forget too, with that, with that huge price, we don't need to go into all this because that's not really part of the story, but sure. Fair enough. Uh, is it like as the caterer, you have to a buy all the food. Yeah. You have to do that. You have to have somewhere to be able to make all this food. Mm hmm. Not in your, like, one oven in your kitchen. They're going to have an establishment. <laughs> one oven. They have to have a staff. They have to have vehicles. They have to have insurance. Uh, boxes and boxes and boxes to carry all this shit in to keep it warm. Uh, warmers, silverware, plates, they do it all. So, yeah, it costs money to have someone cater a wedding for you. Uh, but as far as the bride and groom goes, as tradition, unfortunately, that's something you got to pay for. So did they, does it say, did the, did everything end up going off? Like, did she end up doing this or pursuing this course of course of action? Did, she did, did not pull back. Did, no, she is still, that's what she's asking. And if oh, said okay. something like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to pay, then don't come. No, I, like, all you right. know, it's also, there's also one last aspect of this and that kind of what's accepted as, as norm or tradition when it comes to weddings is that when you give your wedding gift, Typically, and I'm not judging anybody who gives more or less than this, right? I really don't care. But generally speaking, when you write the check or cat, whatever you do for the bride and groom, uh, that the payment, part of that payment is 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 dinner, right? It's kind of like you're paying for the wedding and you're, pay, you're thanking them for being there. So here's a check for $100, right? I mean, yeah. But. But to demand, but to like just make it like official, to like demand that it be like either seventy five or one hundred and fifty to cover both plates is just, uh, is just bizarre because like some people can't give that, some people can't, you know, maybe you can get to the wedding, but what you can afford is like fifty bucks or something like that, you know, it's just the whole thing is just strange. It is, yeah, and they should have just accepted the fact that most people are like you said are going to give them some money and that will help reimburse them for all the dinners. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Mm. I don't know, man, it's fucked up. I don't. I don't know how I would handle it. I would probably. I would probably not go. To be honest, <laughs> I. 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 I think it comes down to probably a lot of different factors. But after something like that, I think there's a much higher, ch a much higher chance that you're not going in that scenario. Yeah. yeah. If it was, if if that was how they led into it, you know, and we're pretty open about it, yeah. that'd be different. Maybe a little different. Yep. yep. Yeah. So all right, let's hey, move actually, on. Yeah. I have to ask for a quick break in the podcast yeah. and we'll come right back. All right. I will pause this. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. We are back. And I believe when we left off, I think it was, was it my turn for the weird news? I, th I think it was. I'm not sure, Joe. It was, it was 22 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> The magic, but the magic of the podcast has brought us right back together as if we never went anywhere. Yes. 22 hours ago, we paused the show. 
Oh God. Yeah. That was, uh, that was funny. You, uh, your son woke up and you had to go yes. and then we both got busy and, yes. uh, that was that. <laughs> now it's the next well, day and we're finishing the show. Well, and you know, I think like somehow we have to channel like yesterday's energy and attitude or else people are going to be like, man, at that split in the show, they just came back totally different. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so I, yeah, I don't know you, how to do that, but we'll figure I it out. I don't know either. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. That we're, <laughs> we're like, man, I never paused the show for that long. Sometimes oh, you got to pause. Yeah. So where did we left off? Uh, like you said, with, with you were about to do your weird news story. I just did the one with the bride. Yes. Thing. Okay. All right. Yes, and if I recall, uh, you had two. Yeah, so uh, I'll, total, I'll, I have one total, so I'm in the middle. I'll be honest, the, the second one I found, I can't find again. Oh, 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 then maybe you should find another one. I did, kind of. So I'll, <laughs> me I'll mention the other one, cause at least it's worth mentioning, but I won't be able to read anything off of it. Okay, so, all right, yeah, well all then right. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll go forward with mine and we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay, so my weird news story, this is straight from CNN, mm -hmm. and the weird news story is, and it's kind of put in the form of a question, is a recession coming? Alan, Alan Greenspan says the answer is in men's underwear. What? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, apparently the answer to everything in life is located in men's underwear. <sighs> now. <laughs> that could be a few different things. Now, do you have any inkling as to what they're actually talking about? The recession lies in men's underwear. I don't know. Does it have something to do with? Does it have anything to do with your the manufacturing of them? It's more of the purchasing. Oh, so the overall purchasing of underwear yeah. over perhaps over the years has been like a a key, a, a, a marker of, yes. of sorts, like a, okay. So is the, is there a decline in men's underwear buying? Like purchasing? So here's, here's what the data says right now. The men's underwear index. Yes, it really does exist. So okay. there isn't, there is an underwear index that apparently some of these big investors track. You know, you want to know um, real quick where I, my mind went initially? Oh, the, <laughs> the, oh wow. Yeah. Do you know, when I you can like, see that, you know how they have those like ink blot tests. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I know exactly where you yours goes. I thought they were gonna like hold the underwear up, and it was <laughs> it was gonna be like some secret message. But no, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, so this uh, this this underwear index, and it's not the only one. There are other goods out there that a lot of the big investment firms and stuff track because they do seem to be key indicators of like boom and bust. Uh -huh. Um, and so they say the U you know, U.S. sales of men's underwear fell significantly from 2007 to 2009. And, of course, that was the precursor to the, the, re the recession in 2008. And then as soon as the economy started to recover in 2010, men, men's underwear, like, shot, you know, shot back up. <laughs> in terms underwear of sales. sales. In terms of underwear sales, yeah. Wow. That is so weird that they actually put that together. You know, they, they connected the dots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's not the only thing. You want to hear, here's another strange thing. Mm -hmm. For some reason, if you look at the last couple couple hundred of years, or, you know, couple hundred years, back to about the 1800s, as far back as they can track, you know, accurately. Underwear sales. Some, it, well, this is a different index. This is the okay. skyscraper index. Okay. They will... 
for some reason, right before depressions or, or downturns in the economy, skyscraper builds increase. Oh, really? So it's like, it's like, it's like all it's the theory is um, that people are basically rushing to finish whatever their projects are because they start to see a downturn in the economy. So then all of a sudden, so his theory was that an increase in very tall buildings happens as they approach a bust. Uh, hmm. So that's another like weird thing. Like if you're, if you see a bunch of skyscrapers being finished for some reason that has correlated, remember not causation here, but that has correlated to a downturn, uh, also a downturn in the economy. The skyscraper thing is fascinating, but I think, I think the underwear one is, is definitely more interesting as far as, Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Is it some sort of like, I don't know, man, like, what, why I don't get it. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin to, to like start to like tear this apart. Is it something that we're doing or thinking as men that we're like, that, that we can like see, right. See right. something coming. Do. And we're like, like, I will not purchase new underwear now. Like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I've got to say, well, the theory is, the theory is that it's just in terms of the skyscraper one is like a little more socioeconomically complex, right. but the underwear indicator is as simple as we just start to pinch, you know, start pinching pennies when we believe that there is a recession going forward. And for some reason, and, I, and I'm not sure exactly why, it doesn't really say why, for some reason, underwear more so than other indicators seems to be a good predictor like so you know strange. like everybody starts pretty you know you stop going to the movies yeah or you stop buying certain things but for some reason men's undergarments seem to be a better predictor than others do you think it's a coincidence or do you think it's actually like like a actual well, good indicator i i it's there's probably i, I believe there's something there what if what if maybe it is just a coincidence and they they have uh like after like guys buy like they, it's just it happens to be like cyclical and sure it just so happens that all their underwear purchases are, are like in sync and i don't know man it doesn't it doesn't make any sense like i buy well, underwear when i when i fucking need new underwear like I, I never think to myself i'm not going to get any because i need to save some money you know what it might be it might just be the fact think of it maybe think of it that just just came to me now it could be the fact that maybe in a recession or a downturn, mm -hmm. a lot, it's not so much that people don't literally need new underwear, but because they're shopping less, okay, they're picking it up less often. I think, I think there would probably be more, more stock in, in like you said, like, like entertainment, like movies or, yeah, uh, you know, like, like concert sales or, you know, stuff like that, amusement right. park tickets. You know, things well, that, that aren't like necessity. That. Yeah. Superfluous spending, right? Yeah. There's gotta yeah. be, there's gotta be a stat with that too. I think he just, oh. I think dude went with underwear cause it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but the weird part is, yeah, it was Alan, Alan Greenspan mm -hmm. uh, is the former federal reserve uh, head of the, the federal reserve. So he, he knows his stuff. This isn't like, this isn't like, uh, you know, Joe Schmo's, you know, theory of underwear. So, I don't know, but you know what it is? I bet, like like you said, I think you're right about something. I bet there are other key indicators they could have picked for the article um, that 
probably aren't as funny. Right. He's like some like That's big, underwear. he's like some big like conference meeting or something standing up there at the fucking podium. Yeah. And uh, he pops the thing up on like the big projector. It's like, like we can predict it by the sale of men's underwear. And like, everyone's like, like Ooh. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> I never thought of that. Fascinating. One guy's in the back, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, really? Like, I just bought some. Oh. He's like, we must be fine then, because I just bought some. Yeah. Do you have a uh, Do you have a preference in underwear? Yourself? I'm, I'm a boxers. I'm a boxers person. You do boxers. Yeah. No kidding. You're old school. That's that's old school now. I, I thought. I think so. Why would, why would boxers be old school? Wouldn't just wouldn't just oh like whitey tighties. Whitey tighties. Yeah. Old school. I don't think too many people wear whitey tighties anymore. Um, no, I've gone the route of. I will say that that my underwear are they're not cheap, but I can't do boxers like they are just not for me. Okay. I do the like their Under Armour like compression underwear sort of. And they're like, we're getting really specific. Yeah. But they're fantastic because yeah. Uh, for some people like, okay. It first, it started for me was like shooting weddings and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, you're running around all day and some days are really hot and you start, you know, sweating a little bit, maybe chafe a little bit. Oh man. Where are we going with this? Well, I'm just saying like, so like my, <laughs> to have them like, like, tight around your thighs like it, it kind of reduces that that chafing okay okay so okay. i just end up, that's what i wear all the time not that we need to keep talking about underwear but no fair uh, enough fair <laughs> enough I, I can i can see right if you're taking pictures all day mm -hmm. you've got to be comfortable right yeah or if you work in like a hot environment like in a shop or something like they, right they breathe nice they're like what if you're pouring molten steel you would probably want to wear the under armor compression underwear yeah okay are they can we get them in as a sponsor? Um, yeah, we'll look at it, actually. Or maybe, right after, or maybe uh, we'll find some uh, some other company that sells some that are very similar. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Armor, armor under. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I will say that they don't they don't compress everywhere, if you know what I'm saying. So they're still, no, they're still comfortable. I have, oh. no, I have no idea. She was like, no, about. Dave, please explain. Yes. Go into, go into more detail. Thank you. Oh God. Yeah. So they're very comfortable, but anyway, yes. Uh, yeah. So was that it for that? Or did I just, I really threw you off track here. I'm sorry. No, that that's, that's it. That's it. Um, men's underwear, men's undergarments, uh, are traditionally a, an indicator of an upturn or downturn in the economy. So, uh, and right now they're at, the article itself doesn't actually say what they're seeing right now. Cause I think the problem is right now is everything's just kind of in the middle. So it's like, where's this, where's this line going to go? So I guess, you know what, when we're doing this in a year, we'll probably know. Yeah. All right. Go out and buy some underwear. Let's make this not happen. Let's turn this economy upside That's down. That's right. Turn or the economy right around. <laughs> <laughs> go buy your underwear. Yeah. Um, all right. So I do. Okay. So I have, uh, I do have an article here, but I'm going to, I want to mention the other one that I don't have in front of me anymore. Okay. What I remember is. There was a guy who was on the beach when a tsunami hit. Apparently, he was uh, he was not paying attention. But okay, like I think they have like warning signs and, and uh, uh, the sirens and shit when when this is happening. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. Yes. So dude decided he's just like I'm just gonna walk the beach, you know, when this is happening. <laughs> uh, but I guess the the uh, you know the water will recess and it starts coming back in 
in these big waves. Well, the waves hit like nine foot high. Oh. You know, a standard, you know, standard room in a house, like eight foot tall. So a little bit higher than that. It's a big wave. Yeah. So these are, these are big, these are big waves. Okay. And it, it, uh, it, it crashed and it actually it hit him and then like pulled him like right back out into the oh, ocean. Pulled him back out. Yeah. And then you know, he got like riptided and pulled out farther. Oh, jeez. Uh, so he ended up having, he swam in the ocean for 24 straight hours swimming well, to, to go to get to back, get to, back shore. to the shore he just couldn't get back yeah oh and did is it say because he got pulled out so far or is because his path forward was so difficult that he basically wasn't making any progress yeah because i think you know when the tsunami hit it it surges in and then it goes you know pulls really hard back so he was like just not able to get back but every every time it pulled him back it just took him farther and dude that's like it's so frightening to think about like i don't like being like much past like my waist in the ocean oh you're one of those you're one of those people i hate to hate to say that phrase right but you're one of those people that doesn't like when you get to the ocean and you can't see down anymore oh god no no i would never go that far okay yeah we went on a banana boat ride and i was fucking terrified because i was gonna fall in Oh geez, yeah, yeah that's that's that, not that's, that's not for you. <laughs> no, no. As soon as you go in the ocean, you are now on the food chain. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're part of it. Yes, and like seriously, man. Like I don't know how I would have a panic attack if I was out there. Like it's so impressive to me that this guy was able to to swim that long, that far, and get back. He actually got back to shore. Well, you know, you know what though, too. A lot of people, when placed in extraordinary situations, do extraordinary things because, you know, your survival instinct kicks in, right? That's true. So you're like, well, what am I gonna do? I don't have a choice. I have to swim to shore. So I would like to think that if we had to, like, no, no, normal me would not be able to do that. But if I was in like a like I swim or die situation, I mean, I would hope I would at least make a go out of it right? right yeah yeah i guess your body's probably pumping adrenaline and yeah but yeah. it took him all day it took him literally tw- is it say it took it's him 24, 24 hours. hours yeah wow yeah because you're That's getting a- pulled you're probably swimming and then getting riptided back out and then swimming and then riptided back out yeah you imagine that though like try and tread water for like 10 minutes oh that sucks i yeah. know what you mean yeah man like fucking 24 hours no way um okay so so remind me if we're ever on an ocean vacation and I go swimming out, I'm, you're not coming with me. No, and I'll wave at you when you're stuck out there. I'm like, hey, I'm going, like I'm gonna go grab a jet ski or something. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you come and get me. Right. Uh, all right. So my last one that I have that I did find this is this will be quick, but it was just actually just a funny little article. Um, okay. It was a uh, Australian news show, and she pronounces. I don't know if it's just her. Or, or if all Australians pronounce the word couch like this. Okay. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. Plenty. See, this is like mine. Yeah. And, and Daniel, I want to ask because my cooch is dying. <laughs> oh, and man. It, yeah. And what, like, what? And I don't have... Dude's laughing his ass out. What do you mean, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the dog pees all over it. <laughs> Uh, okay. So well, that's, <laughs> that's all I'm, I need to play. But I'm yeah. thinking, I don't think so, right? I I don't I don't think they do. I think that was just her pronunciation because yeah. we would have 
we would have heard that already. Right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She said, my, my, my cooch is dying. I mean, which I could see it. I could see that being the pronunciation for some reason. Like, I'm just kind of like connecting the dots and being like, okay, I could see how she would say that even based on the, even if you look at the word and look at it phonetically. Right. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever heard that before. Me neither. I'll see. If I remember, I'll share this on the Facebook page. Right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we've been, we, we've been we've been much better about sharing things. That's true. Uh, but dude, the guy, her like you know the co-host or whatever, he's sitting there just yeah. fucking laughing his ass off. He's gonna even look he, at her. He's laughing, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my god. Oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, I think that's it, man. That's all I wanted to add for the the last bit of weird news there. Anything else for the show? Are we gonna call it. I think. Well, did I? I think we filled up the show this week. I did think we? we did. did we not? Did we hit it all? Uh, yeah, I think we even gave him a little extra because uh, we had to come back on and finish this the next day. And you know what? We won't even charge for that extra bit. That's right. Yes. Free for you. <laughs> like, wait, exactly. I don't, I don't pay for this at all. Um, so, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. And thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you all on the next one. Talk to you next time. <laughs>